When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Two of the nightcap here on a Monday evening alongside Super Bowl champ and former second round pick, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Sean is sweating out, cheering on the Padres. Bases loaded opportunity here for the San Diego Padres. Top four in the Bay. No outs. Hopefully some runs here to come for, uh, Be nice. for San Diego. Come on, San Diego. Nowhere else you want it, but right down the middle. Uh, we got play-in games tomorrow. We'll get back to the NBA uh, in the next hour, so we'll have some more thoughts on the NBA. Uh, really excited about, especially in the evening one, with the Clippers taking on the T-Wolves. Cavs and Nets up first tomorrow night. Then the 9-10 play-in games will be on Wednesday evening. So, um, the NFL draft is now less than three weeks away. I feel like it's sneak up on us, Sean. Slowly but surely here. Hopefully, as you get a run there. There we go. We'll take it. A little run. A little infield single. Yep. There we yep. go. Take that for the old <clears throat> Padres. Cheering on Sean here. Um, we just talked about these rumors, the, the possibility that Trayvon Walker drawing some intrigue from mm-hmm. the Jacksonville Jaguars. We broke down edge rushers. Sean loves some uh, some Trayvon Walker. Real quickly. Feels like a lot of the mocks I've been seeing lately. It feels like there's a 
a rise here again for Kayvon Thibodeau. How you didn't you I, had him what fourth? Yes, I, I think yes in my uh, my D line list. Yeah. Yes, behind uh, Hutchinson, Walker, Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson, yep, that's so right. I got him for the Florida State kid. Yeah, but it feels like Thibodeau's getting a little bit of a bump here, but we'll see how that unfolds. The wide receiver market is fascinating to me, both on the betting side and just the talent side, because there's a lot of teams in the back half of the first round, mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers, Kansas City Chiefs, feel like they need a wide receiver. Will they grab one of these wide receivers? Then you get the injury of Jamison Williams, would he have been the number one wide receiver selected if we were perfectly healthy? You've got differing markets around. DraftKings has Garrett Wilson and, and Drake London, uh, London both at plus 125 to be the first wide receiver selected. You go next door uh, to Boyd's here in Las Vegas. Drake London is the favorite, while Garrett Wilson is plus 140. So it, it's really interesting. So many fascinating pieces. How many wide receivers go in the first round? So let's just take a look. Let's go player by player. You give your thoughts, your grades. And then we'll spin it into how this potentially could lead to us making some money. Let's start with Garrett Wilson, one of the two Ohio State wide receivers. Let's start with context. Okay. Probably the deepest, most talented group of wide receivers that I've ever ever graded since I stopped playing. Wow. And I went directly into the media. I've been a coach. I am fascinated by how talented and unique this year's group of receivers is. I have six guys with top half of the first-round grades. Not just first round, top half of the first-round grades. And I just think it's going to come down to what are you looking for on your particular NFL team. So you want to start with Garrett Wilson? I love Garrett Wilson, six foot, 188 pounds, 438 receiver. Reminds me of Antonio Brown, kind of one of those explosive guys that even though he's not tall and lanky, still makes contested catches down the field. He's a guy you can kick the screen to. He's going to create, make people miss, get extra yards after the first contact. I mean, he's explosive. He's outstanding, great hands. I would not blink an eye if he's taken in the top 10. But he's not my number one receiver. He's actually third on my list. That's how good I think this group is. But Garrett Wilson is going to be outstanding. These six guys that I have top of the first round, I wouldn't be surprised if they all start day one and all are 50-plus catch guys as rookies in the National Football League. Like, I think they're that good. So Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave played together. Um, Garrett Wilson, as you mentioned, what is his best trait? So he, you know, at the combine, like ran a four three eight. Um, is he, you know, he is he? He's not Jamison Williams deep ball wise. Well, he's a different body type. He's just shifty, gets in and out of his breaks. You know, he just jumps off the fa- a page as a football player. Like he, you know, sometimes you have receivers, and when I get to Alave, this will be the dis- the comparison in the two. Why I have Wilson slightly ahead of Alave. Alave is a smoother route runner. Probably a little bit better dropping his hips in and out of his breaks. But I think Garrett Wilson's a slightly better football player, meaning all the little things, especially the things that involve contact, making contested catches down the field. I just think he's slightly better than Alave. But if you're running a St. Louis Rams under Mike Martz type offense, Alave's that Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt type of receiver. 
You know, that's going to, you know, catch the ball on the move, balls being thrown to spots. He's going to get to those spots, you know, and, and be a 70-plus a catch guy. So, I'm not knocking Olave. I just think they're slightly different in the fact yeah. I think Garrett is a slightly better football player. You've got Garrett Wilson as your number three, three yes. wide receiver, but still a top half of the first top round. Top half of the first grade. round. Who is your number one wide receiver? Jamison Williams. And if I was going to take a wide receiver in with my first round pick and they were all on the board, I'm taking Jamison Williams. I'm not allowing the ACL injury to make me back off because in today's game, guys come back from ACL injuries. It's not like a decade, 15 years ago, where that was the, the death blow. Like these guys come back, the rehab, the surgery, you know, the understanding of how to get the knee from a functionality standpoint back to 100 strength. It's as good as it's ever been. He's unguardable. Like he's that good. He is unguardable. His ability to stretch the field, his ability to catch the ball in, con- in congestion, to catch contested passes, his acceleration. I mean, when he makes a double move, his ability to stop and get back up to top speed is, is transcendent. And, you know, he's got really good size, 6'3". He's blazing fast. I mean, he's the most talented receiver that's also produced on the biggest stages at the highest level available in this draft. And if I was a team and all the receivers were there, I would take Jamison Williams. I would not worry about the knee injury because I think it's going to be that good. So one thing that I've heard a lot of people love about Jamison Williams, in addition to just the superlatives that you talked about, is that apparently he's just an ultra competitor. He is. And he played special teams. He was ejected from the Iron Bowl he for was. targeting. And then in the SEC championship. Covers kicks, returns in, kicks. In the SEC championship, he came out and lit up another dude. Absolutely. Like he, he doesn't care. There's a quote. So Dane Brugler from The Athletic put out a huge uh, breakdown of, of every prospect. And he got a quote from Bill O'Brien. He said, Quote, I can't say enough about his competitiveness. He's a player that goes out and practices every day like it's a game. Mm-hmm. Why did it take him? Was it just a log jam? Why, why do you think that he couldn't really get on the field at Ohio State? So much goes into that. For one, I mean, he's slightly younger yeah. than Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. So they were there before. So, you know, sometimes when that happens – you know, when you're an alpha male, sometimes you bump heads. Sometimes it's just, okay, certain universities like to kind of make freshmen, you know, go through, you know, this kind of rites of passage. You know, Ohio State's kind of one of those programs, you know. And it's not like they have chumps ever in front of right. them. Right. They, have, and they have pros in front of them. He too. just decided not to wait. It was an opportunity at Alabama. You think Alabama <laughs> has been the same kind of school. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I'm going to mention about this draft, don't forget now, John Mechie was the number one receiver coming into the year, and he balled out. Like, he was the guy behind uh, the two that just left, Jalen Waddle and uh, what's the kid at Philly? Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. He was the kind of the third guy behind them. So, I mean, John Mechie had a really good year. He's coming off of an injury. He's a little smaller body type, maybe mm-hmm. not as explosive. But, I mean, he's going to be an outstanding pro as well. But I'm just telling you, Jamie Williams is a dude. And to pass on him, because he's going to maybe miss parts of this training camp, that'd just be ludicrous to me. Torn ACL in January. You think he's back when? Full strength? I just, they, start of the season? They all heal differently. Yeah. I think it's what generally what a six-month deal. 
Really? It's closer to nine, yeah. but you're back on the field probably running. Right. In, in Who six, knows? Seven, yeah. I mean, Cam Akers tore his Achilles and was back in the same season. <laughs> so I mean, Adrian Peterson won the MVP the year after right. tearing his ACL. All right, real quickly before the break, you've got number one, Jamison Williams, mm-hmm. number three, Garrett Wilson, number two, Drake London. Drake London. From USC. I mean, beast. Yeah. He's a unicorn, and here's why. He's got the build like Keyshawn Johnson, but he's six, seven times the athlete Keyshawn Johnson was. So Drake London played basketball. That was like his number one sport. He has that kind of athleticism, and he catches everything in sight. I mean, he reminds me of what's the receiver from the Vikings that never dropped the ball? Um, He played with Randy Moss. Chris Carter. Chris Carter. He has Chris Carter-like hands. Like, I just, the only thing Drake London does not have is blazing top end speed. But he is athletic. He's fast enough for a big guy, 6'5, 210 pounds. He ran 4'5'5, so eliminated the questions. I know he broke his, ankle. Broke his ankle or foot or something and, and missed a little bit. It won't matter. He, he, the only thing concerns me potentially about him is he plays a collision kind of game at receiver because he's not blazing fast. So a lot of his catches are catch, hit type situations, but he even, like, fascinated me with his ability to run after the catch for a guy that big. Like, he's jumping over guys. He's changing direction. You know, you see him block on the perimeter. Uh, I mean, he's a dude. This receiver class has dudes. I'm a big fan of Drake London. He's going to be an outstanding day one starter for somebody, a 1A, 1B, depending on where he goes. USC stunk this year. He had 16 catches against Utah and 15 catches against Notre Dame. He's a baller. (laughs) More on the wide receiver class. Number one, Jamison Williams. Number two, Drake London. Number three, Garrett Wilson. Via Mr. King right here. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. 
The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN. I'm getting, getting juiced up for the NFL draft. Can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to be here in town. Hopefully a lot of people stopping by, yeah, saying hello. Yeah, yeah. People trying to steal Sean and you know go announce the Bucks pick. In the yeah, we got to get a car service or something. Do well. Uh, I'm not the guy to talk to about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to make that happen. So we're going to continue with the wide receiver breakdowns here in just a moment. Uh, Sean went through his top three: Jamison Williams one, Drake London two, Garrett Wilson three. So depending on where you look in mock drafts. I would say the majority of mock drafts, Sean, have Garrett Wilson being the first wide receiver selected, followed by Drake London, and then in most mocks, Jamison Williams third because of the injury concern. Now, I did see one today. I can't remember who it is. They all kind of blend together. But it was a respected person, and they had Jamison Williams being the first wide receiver selected. As you can see by the odds there, it is a bit of a long shot that Jamison Williams is that first wide receiver selected. When you break down those three wide receivers, Sean, 
Is there a big gap between Jameis Williams and the next? There's no, uh, I don't want to say a big gap because I think so highly of Drake London and of Garrett Wilson and a couple other guys that I'm going to get to here in a second, but Jameis is my number one. Like just at the end of the day, I feel like he's the one that's probably system proof, meaning no matter where he goes, he's going to be great unless they just decide not to throw him the ball. And and we saw a couple years ago, what was it, the draft? It was the COVID draft, 2020. And we had a three-headed monster, so to speak, of C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, and Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, I ended up cashing a, I think it was like plus 420 ticket on Ruggs because he's got that elite speed. Now, the, the caveat, obviously, is Jamison Williams coming off the torn ACL. But I think teams nowadays, as you alluded to, they're smarter than that. Science nowadays like, if you're passing on Jamison Williams because of a torn ACL, that just seems silly to me. Now, if you think the other two guys are better or someone else, okay, that's fine. And I think there's going to be differing opinions. But if you say, ah, Jamison was our best, but, you know, he might miss training camp, who cares? Right. You know? So, looking at potential landing spots for wide receivers, you could see a wide receiver going 8 to Atlanta. You could see a wide receiver going 10 to the Jets. There are a lot of different landing spots. 11 to Washington. Real quickly, Atlanta at eight. Who makes the most sense? Is it a guy like Jamison Williams? Do you want to know for sure? I mean, for me, if, if Jamison Williams is there at eight and we're going to take receiver, I'm taking him. I mean, I got Marcus Mariota on a one-year prove-it deal. Calvin Ridley's hopefully somewhere not betting on uh, DraftKings. <laughs> and, you know, so, I mean, it's basically a throwaway year anyway, so I don't even have to rush Jamison back. I can let him take his time and, yeah. and really be healthy. So, you know, I get it. And it's not like they have any expectations, you know, for this season outside of, you know, let's just give our young players, Kyle Pitts and crew, some extended minutes to, you know, to kind of get them experience. So, you know, absolutely. But, again, if they went Drake London at eight, I wouldn't blink an eye. If they went Garrett Wilson at eight, I wouldn't blink an eye. Let's say at 11. Now, I, I imagine. No, actually, let's go to 10 real quick. The Jets at 10. They need a lot. Mm-hmm. Who makes the most sense for Zach Wilson? Well, I think if you're the Jets, you have to decide, okay, where do we have these guys evaled? Like, what grades? Because if, if you really – like, if there's one of those guys that they feel like, in their mind, is just slightly better than the rest, I think you have to take him at four. And I think these guys are that good. Yeah. Even but that's the deal when you get a young quarterback like that who's probably not ready for prime time. The only thing that you can do when you see the Dolphins trying to do it, the Jets are going to do it in this draft, the Giants tried to do it. They just didn't do a very good job of it. I mean, look at all the assets that they put into the wide receiver position between extending Shepard and drafting Tony and everything that they tried to do to help, you know, Daniel Jones. I mean, that's what you got to do for Zach Wilson. You got to get him some more weapons. So the odds indicate Jamison Williams plus 550. That's a 15% chance of happening to be the first wide receiver selected. I'm not saying that these guys that are drafting are anywhere in my stratosphere as far as being able to evaluate. And definitely think they would take the easy way out and say, you know, Jameis is coming off of ACL, so we're not going to take him. I, I do but, think. But I'm telling you, a year from now, when all these guys, hopefully God willing, are healthy, and you look back at what they did, you're going to be like, how did Jameis and Williams not go number one? I'm going to look around. I, I might take a little flyer. I'm just, yeah. 
Because I'd be so mad if Jamison Williams does go as the first wide receiver and I don't have some sort of ticket on. I agree. Now, what I will say, and I'm probably save you some money here, is there is not really a drop-off. He's just a tick right. better right. than Drake London. So, if, so somebody, if it comes down to right, it. It's not like I'm going to be upset that they went Drake London. I'm just saying everything being equal, I would take Jamison Williams. He does have that explosivity that you know we know the NFL loves. All right. During the break, actually heading into the break, you mm-hmm. said your number four wide receiver yep. is going to surprise some people. Um, so my guess is it's not going to be Chris Olave. No. My guess is it is not going to be uh, Burks from Arkansas. Nope. My guess going into break, and they just flashed his uh, thing there, so I know I'm wrong. My guess was George Pickens. No, from Georgia. I'm going to talk about George Pickens and Justin Ross after I get through my top six. But who is your number four wide receiver? Christian Watson. Out of North Dakota State. Out of North Dakota State. Wow. Six foot four, 200, uh, 6'5", actually, 211, ran 4'36". You talking about a kid that blew the combine up? I mean, ultimate, wow, we didn't know he was that fast. Wow, we didn't know he was that big. Wow, we didn't know he could jump that high. Wow, we didn't know he could catch like that. It shows you that they guys just don't watch enough football. Because when you put the North Dakota State football on, wow, he looks fast. Wow, he looks big. Wow, he catches everything. Wow, he's athletic. This is my sleeper pick in this draft. I'm saying it right now. Christian Watson is going in the first round, and if he could, if I had an early pick and wanted a receiver, I would not hesitate to take Christian Watson in the top 20. This kid is going to be a superstar. He's going to be that guy that kind of, ah, you know, everybody was talking about Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, and they're good, but, man, how would they take Christian Watson after them? You know, it's sort of like when you look back on it, how in God's green earth did Clyde Edwards-Hilaire get drafted before Jonathan Taylor. Like, it's going to be that kind of rearview mirror for a lot of people because this kid is phenomenal. He is phenomenal. He catches it. He leaps over people. He explodes. He accelerates. He's got good hands. And what I love about him is he's just getting really good. He was a kid that I actually knew, went to Tampa Plant, tried to get him to uh, USF. I couldn't get him approved. And I was like, okay, watch, this kid going to go off and he's going to be something special. And he went to North Dakota State and kind of, just like I thought, had to develop his body, you know, kind of get physically a little stronger and look at what bloomed. They planted that seed and it bloomed into a beautiful, beautiful wide receiver. And I'm just telling you, he's a special kid. He's a special kid. Christian Watson, remember that name, North Dakota State. 6'4", 208, ran a four three six. At the combine. Yeah. Jump 38. 43 catches, 801 yards, seven touchdowns. How did he perform at the Senior Bowl? Oh, excellent. Yeah, Unbelievable. Because that's probably, yeah. you know, I know Trey Lance went third overall, and, and obviously Carson Wentz uh, was, a, was a second overall pick. North Dakota State is, I mean, realistically, North Dakota State, the FCS champs, they're better than 50% of FBS yeah. teams. And he's not going to have big numbers because they got baby Mike Allstott, so they move him around. They Remember? did, yes. Yeah, what's his name? I what's don't know, but yeah. he, he was trucking. He played dudes. fullback, tailback, tight bet against, I bet against uh, North Dakota State against, like, JMU, and he just ran over everybody. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just, you know, I know it right. when I see it. Christian Watson, 
Keep he, that name in mind. So he is your number four wide receiver yes. in this class. And I would not blink if someone selected him over Garrett Wilson. I would not blink an eye. Over Garrett Wilson? Yes. I would not Garrett blink Wilson's going to be the number one Probably. wide receiver. I selected. would not be surprised. If someone took Christian Watson in the top ten, I wouldn't blink an eye. I'm just telling you, I think this group is that good. I don't think there's a lot of separation between Christian Watson and and the three guys that I have ranked ahead of him, the only reason I have them ahead of him, they played at higher level. They did it for so does that worry a longer overall period of time. The FCS level. No, not at all. Does it, not in this case, because what he's doing, it translates. You're jumping up, high pointing the ball, contested catches, the explosion. He went to the senior bowl. He went to the combine. It wasn't, okay, he looks fast because everybody else is slow. Right. Like, he really went and ran 4-3-6. It validates what you see on the film. He really went and had a 38-inch vertical, which validates what you see on the film. So, he is all of those things. All right. Christian Watson, North Dakota State, name to keep. I mean, you know the name if you're following the draft, but as a first-round pick, that might surprise some folks. Sean, big, big believer in Christian Watson. We'll get into the other names to know. Traylon Burks, Chris Olave, Sky Moore, the loaded class as we've been talking about right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon. Now to join the action, Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly continuing to break down the wide receiver position i would say one two three not that surprising those are the three that most people have seen jameson williams being one maybe a slight surprise there uh but you had jameson williams out of alabama one mm-hmm. drake london <clears throat> out of usc couldn't beat notre dame uh number two garrett wilson ohio state three and the surprise christian watson who Sean recruited, so that probably has him go up a little bit. More. No, it doesn't. Christian Watson out of North Dakota State, he has him as his fourth best receiver. 6'4", 208, ran a 4'3", at the combine. All right, big names we haven't heard yet. Traylon Burks, mm-hmm. Chris Olave, haven't heard from Sky Moore, Jahan Dotson, George Pickens. Mm-hmm. Where are we headed next? Who is number five in the wide receiver class for Sean King? Traylon Burks. Arkansas. Out of Arkansas. 6'3", 225. Think about that. I think the heaviest that I've said so far is 211. So he's 15 pounds, you know, bigger than all these other guys at the top. Ran 455, so he's fast enough. And listen, Traylon Burks is a football player. I mean, his ability to make yards after the catch, to make tough, contested catches down the field is really, really good. The only reason I have him fifth is because I think he's Debo Samuel. And I say that in the most complimentary way ever. Which is ever. a good comp. But 
Debo Samuel without Kyle Shanahan isn't as valuable as Debo Samuel with Kyle Shanahan. Someone who's willing to accentuate Debo's strengths, put him at running back, let him run jet sweeps, not just line him up static at wide receiver and depend on Garoppolo for his effectiveness. So that's where I kind of have Burks just slightly lower because I feel like he has to go to the right spot to really maximize and reach his full potential and production. So is there a spot in mind that comes? Because he's probably going to be early 20s, late 20s. He's going to be a first-round pick, at least for all the mocks that I've seen. And you and you have him graded as a wide uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Top half of the top 20. Um, so what type of team, as we pull up the, the back half of the, the, second, the first round here, excuse me, Chiefs have got a couple picks, Packers there at 28, uh, Bills at 25. What type of team, Packers at 22, maybe they go that route. What? What team would make sense for a guy like Traylon Burks? Well, I'm eliminating the Packers because the Packers need a true number one. So I think if the Packers go receiver in the first round, yes, they have to go with the guy who can line up outside and be a true number one wide receiver. I think Burks' effectiveness is more like Debo Samuel. I just think you're going to minimize his impact by having him just play traditional wide receiver and not being more creative with him. So I just think you have to look at some of these young creative minds like there are a couple situations that we just don't really know like what is Minnesota and Denver and Miami and you know some of these offensive coordinators that did not call the plays that got the head coaching jobs what system are they going to run is is Hackett going to bring Green Bay's system to Denver or is it going to be a hybrid of, of what he would normally run and where he's been you know is Mike McDaniel bringing Kyle Shanahan's system to Miami Or is it going to be a hybrid? So I think there's some unknowns, you know, in some of these destinations. But Traylon Burks is a football player. He's going to be successful. But I think he has to go somewhere with somebody that's able to think outside the box from a creativity standpoint, like Kyle Shanahan. All right. So number five for Sean. Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks, the wide receiver out of Arkansas. Baller. Number six. Chris Olave. Ohio State. Ohio. I probably have Chris down a little lower than some people, but here's why. I think his success in the NFL is probably the most scheme-specific. Okay. I feel like he has to go to a wide-open offense where you're allowed to run vertically down the field, where they're running crossing routes, where they're winning with speed, and I think he'll be fine. If he goes to a more of a Tennessee Titan type offense where they're asking the receiver to go block the safety where every time you're throwing the ball, it's bump man-to-man. You know, they're not moving you around. Like, I just don't think his physicality is of the same level as these other guys from a size standpoint and from how he plays the game. So I'm not saying it as a negative. I'm just saying I think Chris needs to go to the right system. Think Isaac Bruce. Okay. Isaac Bruce became a Hall of Famer. He was very good now, but – he took the next jump when he got into that Martz, Dick Vermeil system, you know, where they're spreading the ball out. Kurt Warner came into his own. They're throwing the ball to spots so Isaac can get squirmy. He can get skinny. He can get vertical. He can come out of the break. The ball is like, that's the system I think Alave has to go to in order to really, really produce at a high level. What about a place like, so here. Kansas City, for instance, would be a great, Landing spot for a lot. I don't know if he's available 29. Right. 
He might not be. Right. But I'm saying he has to go somewhere like that. That was the first one that came to mind yes. was Kansas City. Okay, you lose Tyreek Hill, yeah. but now you have two first-round picks. I don't know if you package those two picks or package another pick to get up there because I think Chris Olave, at least based on projections, now you never know. People could fall, but based off projections and the need at wide receiver, especially kind of in that back end of the top 10 into the early part of the teens, feels like Chris Olave is going to be scooped up. But I mean, if you were able to get him, you know, kind of like what Minnesota was able to do, right? They traded away Stefan Diggs and they yep. got Justin Jefferson Absolutely. that following draft. Now, now I don't is, think Olave is Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson to me is when I'm talking about Jamison Williams and Drake London and Christian Watson, that's Justin Jefferson. Okay. So I mean, Olave is slightly below those guys. But he's, I was, he's, I still have a first-round grade on What about, now, I'm just looking at one mock draft right now. So this is, you know, Brandon Donahue from, uh, from Sharp Football Analysis, who's actually been pretty successful over the years. He has Olave in his most recent draft going 11 to the Commanders. They have Terry McLaurin. Would that be a spot with Carson Wentz? Would he be able to be successful in Washington? With, I just, with Scott I think, Turner I think that'd be a mistake. Okay. Too just, high? Yes. Okay. Because if he goes 11, that means he's going in front of. Per this mock, Garrett Wilson went 8. Jamison Williams went 10. I don't think. Drake would... London would be available. Yeah, I don't think you could take him over Drake London. I wouldn't take him over London, Watson, or Burks. Now, again, Rivera has to be of the mindset. But Ron Rivera had Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying Trey Long Burks would play quarterback, but okay, he has had to think outside of the box before. So I could see a scenario, you know, where Burks could work somewhere like Washington. But if I'm Washington and I'm sitting there in Drake London, Christian Watson are available, I mean, that's a no brainer. So we've broken down six. We'll get into a couple other guys to wrap up the hour. We'll get into Sky Moore, Johan Dotson, George Pickens. But you've given out six first round grades. Those are the six you have first round grades mm-hmm. on. The over-under on wide receivers selected at DraftKings is five and a half, juice to the over at minus 160, plus 130 to the under. Based off of mocks, the locks are Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. Jamison Williams, Chris Olave, Drake London, and Traylon Burks, I would say, is pretty lock-ish. I mean, I've seen him anywhere from late, late teens middle of the pack, and knowing that the Packers need a wide receiver, they've got two first-round picks. The Chiefs need a wide receiver. They've got two first-round picks. Do you think we see six wide receivers selected? Absolutely. I think it's going to be seven. I really do. Okay. Because the Jets are probably going to take a receiver at one of their two selections. So you got Jets 4-10. and Right. Likely going to pick a wide Atlanta, receiver. If Atlanta they, at 8. If they don't go quarterbacks, probably going wide receiver. Washington at 11. Probably going wide receiver. They could either go, if you based off the odds at uh, one t- casino in town or sportsbook in town, I think it's plus 160 that they go wide receiver. It's the favorite. And I'm going to so say. that's four. Right. And I'm going to say this. You're getting value. Like, these guys are that good. Like, when I started this entire segment off with, this is the best group, a group of receivers I've seen. Wait till I get into George Pickens. Two years ago, before all the injuries, George Pickens was the presumed number one player in this draft, and he's finally healthy. Somebody's going to select George Pickens probably in the late first round. Second, I wouldn't be surprised if he's rookie of the year next year. Like, he's that good. But he's been injured the last two years, missed the majority of this season. You know, finally came back at the end, but 
it's hard to expect a guy not to play the whole year, you know, and show up at the end and, and be a hundred, you know, percent of what he was before. But now that he's back, I mean, George Pickens is as good as any of these guys. All right. Over five and a half receivers in the first round. I would take the over as yeah, well. You got to gotta lay the juice, but five per every mock out there seem to be locks. Automatic. And then will there be another that slips in? We'll get into those other names of the wide receiver class. We haven't mentioned Sean's man crush, David Bell from Purdue. I haven't. It's a nightcap here on VEASAN. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season with 24-7 streaming. Daily best bet emails, including advice, data, and strategy for only 19 bucks. Our all-digital MLB guide at VSN.com. It's available. Adam Burke has futures, team previews, best bets for all 30 teams, and Jason Weingarten's MLB future bets, trends, and more. Sign up today. Get full access to VEASAN through the NFL Draft for only 19 bucks. VEASAN.com slash spring. Speaking of the NFL Draft, we've been breaking down the wide receivers with Sean. His top six, Jamison Williams, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson from North Dakota State coming in at number four. Traylon Burks from Arkansas, number five. Chris Olave out of Ohio State, number six. All worthy for Sean of a first-round grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you have it. Nice, clean graphic there. Um, the over-under at DraftKings, five and a half. Got to lay the juice, but five are locks. I, I'm I'm pretty confident. And I think... They're 100% at least six getting taken, just because of the need. And, I mean, yeah, like you and said. teams that need them have multiple picks. Kansas City has two picks. Right. New Orleans has two picks. And the proliferation from a Green contract standpoint says that the wide receiver position is becoming a major priority in the National Football League, a la Devontae Adams' deal, Stephon Diggs' deal. Like, these guys Diary are deal. diary killed. These guys are getting paid. So there's been a shift in the pendulum as far as position priority, and so this matches up with it now. And to get... This type of talent on a team-controlled four- to five-year situation, that's another incentive to go ahead and lock up one of these elite pass catchers because you see now what it costs (laughs) once they get off that rookie deal. There's no doubt about it. And take advantage. And if you're drafting truly based off of your board, like you hear so many GMs say, we're draft based on our board. Well, based off your evaluation, and I'm sure a lot of people's valuations in front offices – they're going to be in the top 32. Oh, a lot absolutely. of these wide receivers. Oh, yeah. So let's get to some other names. The the, the floor is yours uh, because there are a lot of names that people know we haven't mentioned yet. So who is, I don't know if you've graded them out from six on, but who are some I other have. names? So 
I've kind of broken this next group up in the categories because I think all of this, all of these guys have the potential to be starters mm-hmm. in the NFL the rookie season. Now, George Pickens is kind of the unicorn in the group. For those of you that don't know, he's a Georgia wide receiver. He was freshman all SEC. He was the number one rated player after his freshman year at Georgia for this draft. After as they were doing project projections, he tore his ACL, missed almost the entire season last year. I think he came back. For the season finale against Georgia Tech, he played. Was the I think he played the they played like an FCS team, right. and yeah. then they played Georgia Tech, who's yes. essentially an FCS team. Then they played the, the playoff game, the SEC right. championship. So yes. he missed almost the whole year to yep. ACL, but he's back now. And if you go by what he showed his first two years at Georgia, he's the best receiver in this group. I mean, he's one of those athletic, tall, six foot four. Guys that, that jump over everyone. Four four seven. Yep, he ran four four seven. So I just he's gonna be really good. Another kid, Justin Ross. After Justin when Justin Ross, and you have to go look at his games with Trevor Lawrence. You can't look at this past season with DJ. It, yeah. It's awful. I mean, Clips' passing offense was was maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. Go look at Justin Ross with Trevor Lawrence. Now he didn't run great. So he's not going to be a first-round pick, but he's got everything else. And when he had a competent quarterback, he looked just like, okay, Sammy Davis and all these other receivers that have come out of Clemson Do you get and worried? been phenomenal pros. Do you get worried, though? He had a serious The back injury. surgery, yeah, right, coming Spinal back. injury 2020. So he missed all of 2020 due to a spinal surgery. He still led the team in receptions this year. Mm-hmm. And then had a foot injury that that he let miss. So the last that's why I grouped again. him and Pickens okay. kind of in this group. But Justin Ross feels like you're going to get him late fourth, third, fifth, fourth round, probably. But yeah. I'm just saying this is how deep this draft is. Yeah. Uh, another guy I would talk about him all the time, David Bell. Oh yeah. Super productive, not the athlete, ninety three, and catches, not the blazer that some of these yards. other guys are. But he's darn good football player. He's going to go somewhere and be that guy every year you look up. He's got sixty plus catches. Um, the kid from Penn State, Jahan Dotson, I think is more of a specialist. He's more of a slot guy, okay. you know, so he's going to have to go to the right system, right fit. I'm going to give you two more names. Okay. And you guys have mentioned him, Sky Moore. Mm-hmm. Western Mac. Michigan. Uh, a kid that's played, I think he was a uh, defensive player of the year in Allegheny County coming out of high school. So they couldn't figure out what to do with him at Western. Quarterback, DB. He finally found his niche during the COVID season at slot receiver and bust onto the scene this year at 94 catches. You know, my issue with Sky is he's built like a running back. He actually wears 24, which is really Five, odd. nine, 125, 195. Right. Right. He, he think he was on his tippy toes or something, but he measured 5'10". <laughs> I want to take the inch away from you, Sky. Don't get mad at me. But, I mean, how about this? In 125 targets, he only had four drops. I mean, he catches everything. He's got top-end speed. I'm not sure where he fits. He's going to fit somewhere. I'm just not sure where it is. He doesn't remind me of the Hunter Renfro, uh, Cooper Cup slot receiver. You know what I mean? But then Wes Welker made a living in there. Wes didn't have the same linear body that that Cooper and Hunter have. Les was a stockier guy. So, you know, there's a spot for Sky Moore. We'll see what it is. Now, my dark horse for next year is a kid from South Alabama. Tolbert. Yeah, Jalen Tolbert. He really burst onto the scene this past year. I love him. I think he's a kid that's going to be sneaky good. Some fan base is going to be all up in arms if they didn't take one of the wide receivers in the first round. 
and he's going to get selected late second, sometime in the third, maybe in the fourth. And they're going to be like, who is this? And then sometime next year, half the stadium will have Tolbert jerseys on. Like, I think that kid's going to be really good as well. 6'1", 194, 1,400 receiving yards this year, Sean. Eight touchdowns, average 18 yards per catch, single-season record uh, for the school. Had uh, yeah, he, was, he was impressive. At the combine, ran a 4'4", 6'1", mm-hmm. 194 pounds. So, yeah, I, I think he's second, third-round pick. Um, I'm hanging my hat on Christian Watson. Christian Watson's your guy. Yep. Jamison Williams my number one guy. I, I, but I should don't take a brain surgeon to watch Jamison Williams play. <laughs> no, I mean, he's really darn good. Oh, I'm hanging my hat on Christian Watson. That's my guy. That's my guy in this draft class. That's kind of maybe under the radar that everyone is not talking about. Uh, I'll give you a name that a lot of people have been uh, talking about. Pretty small in stature. Five, seven and a half. Calvin? Calvin Austin out of yeah. Memphis. 74 catches, 1,100 yards. Uh, he can run. He's a punt returner, too, so maybe a specialist, maybe a third, fourth-round type of guy, Sean. Uh, he's but, a good player. But you talk about you know ball skills. He seems like a guy, if you can get him late third, early fourth. The problem is with a guy like that, the coordinator has to be on board with being creative. Right. Like, all coordinators aren't willing to do what Kyle Shanahan does. It's okay. This is my system. This is all I know. This has gotten me to this platform and this point, so I'm not going to abandon it and start tweaking it and making all these adjustments to it now. So Calvin Austin has to go somewhere where there's creativity, where there's an ability to move the pieces around within the structure that already exists of the offense. And if he can do that, he can be darn good. I think he probably is going to have to be a punt returner. You know when he ran at the combine? Yeah, fast. 4-3-2. Yeah, blazing. <laughs> He's a good player. Yeah, and I'm not saying first-round pick, but that's a guy. Our, our Navy still hadn't tackled him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 5'7", 170, uh, 23 years old, but he is uh, he is a burner. So uh, I think if you get him, what about, uh, real quickly, um, productive, not overwhelmingly crazy numbers, um, you know, ran a 4-4, which was, I think, a bit surprising. A kid from Cincinnati, Alec Pierce. Alec Pierce, just raw. Yeah. He's a big-bodied guy. 6'3", He's a project. Actually, he's a guy, if I was in the NFL, I would want to select him, hopefully sometime second half of the draft. Mm-hmm. He's like a third. Convince him third, to maybe put pick. on 15, 20 pounds and be like an H movement guy. Really? Yeah, that okay. can also be a red zone isolation guy because he's a big guy. But he really struggles, Tim, starting and starting at times, you know, which means, okay, it's tough to get separation at that level if you can't get in and out of your breaks. So, you know, there's some things that, you know, maybe would limit him, but a huge wingspan, huge catch radius, you know, he's got big hands, did some good things with with Ritter at Cincinnati. All right. Uh, Once again, Sean's number one wide receiver, Jameson Williams, Williams. Drake London, two, Garrett Wilson, three, his uh, dark horse, first-round pick sleeper, Christian Watson. That's my guy. North Dakota State. Traylon Burks, five. Chris Olave, six. And a big believer, George Pickens as well. Mm-hmm. Loaded class. Over five and a half receivers taken. Do we take a little flyer on Jamison Williams going first? Yeah, I would. Oh, and 550 is worth it. A little flyer. Jamison Williams, first wide receiver, over five and a half receivers. All right, we'll get back to the NBA Coming up top of the hour with the play-in tournament starting tomorrow. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It's the Nightcap here on Visa. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.